Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, and welcome to the All by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today... We are talking about the letter I in our ABC movie series. Nope, that's nope, not it. Nope, Let L, nope. L, L, L. Wow. L. L. We already <laughs> Sorry, did I. I was reading Ewo. That's, that's what I was reading. Um, <laughs> the letter L in our ABC movie series. Letters from Iwo Jima. <laughs> what if we watched Ugh. for I? I... I am love. That's right. That was a good movie. Oh, that was a that was a great movie. You know what That's else a was a good movie? movie? This movie, Letters from Iwo Jima. I really enjoyed this movie. I don't. I am not a fan of war movies, nope, but nope. I I liked this one. I was. Telling, I liked this one. I was telling Danny today. I don't like watching more war movies. Um, you basically have to put them in front of me and force me to watch them. Um, because like of the we did fact, with this movie, yeah, yeah, and that's what I did because I picked <laughs> this both one, of us. and I was like, okay, I I'm making us watch a war film. We don't like watching war films, so we're gonna make it work. And and this one was acclaimed, so I knew it was gonna be at least decent and not horrible. And it wasn't horrible. It was very good. It was very good. It was very enjoyable. Um, I think the only other war movie that I will that I could probably see myself watching again um is either dunkirk or maybe Mm -hmm. um uh what's the other one that came out uh the really pretty one the very pretty one yeah the 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 one that came out after dunkirk like like it it came out like like it was it was it was in the oscars this year i was thinking about 1917 while i was watching this movie actually i was thinking about that yes yeah, I yes. that was a very good movie. Yeah, I, I really did enjoy 1917 as well. Um, but this was like two hours and 20 minutes of my day today. Um, felt like a whole long time, but <laughs> it was worth it. It was, yeah, I, I definitely found myself, pa- because I, and I think the reason I, I kept pausing it was because I didn't know if I, because I started it pretty late last night. Um, I had to, I had to, work a little bit and then i didn't get didn't turn on this movie until like 9 45 oh um so it was a little late for me and i thought about watching half of it and then finishing the other half like today um so i found myself like still pausing it to see where i was at but i was just enjoying it so much that i just decided to watch it till the end um and and when I just when I kept it playing and wasn't thinking about you know whether i was going to pause it or not it it actually went by fairly quickly um, yeah, I mean, there's yeah. it, it's it's jumping between different characters, um, all Japanese characters, and yes. completely something that I didn't expect because I don't think we've really ever watched a either non-British centric or non-American centric war film. 
Um, not that I can really think of anything other than, I mean, I don't know. Like, there's not really a lot of, like, war films that I've ever seen that are not, like, Western-centric films, you know? I'll agree. And if and if there is one that I've seen, I'd have to... I'd have to like look at a list because I definitely can't think of other than other than obviously Dunkirk and like um, well they're British Hacksaw Ridge you know like yeah and like even other... westerns like like yeah. oh, the Western world I'm you know that's they're usually the protagonists in those movies right so we've got the Americans as the protagonist the English as the protagonist the French you know. Um, you know, if anything, it's a war film where possibly, like, the Nazis are the protagonists, but they're, like, supposed to be, you know, the bad guys in a sense. It still is, like, very Western. And in this case, the whole cast is Japanese. Like, the entire, you know, the, it was written by a Japanese woman, Japanese-American, and her name is Iris Yamashita. And I guess they just got Clint Eastwood as a director, and he, you know, he did a great job. <laughs> He really did. The the one the one thing I was sad about, which this is a joke, obviously. Um, I was sad that Clint was not in this movie. He could have easily played <laughs> Sam, and he and he would have been great as Sam. Sam, the white guy with the with the most lines. Yes, yeah, um, Sam, the white guy. Yeah, yeah. Like I found myself really like attracted to all the characters in this, and it they were so like realistic and very very like well done as as characters and themselves um i think some of them are based on real people like ken watanabe's character um there really was a a general karibayashi um and i think also a a, a baron nishi as well the the really like handsome horse riding oh, guy the, the olympian yeah. the olympian Yes. Um, he was like such a cool character and really like suave in this completely like desolate and unsaturated environment. Um it and it was kind of, you know, the the people really had to shine. Yeah, I'll I definitely agree. I feel like the movie really took its time to get to know these soldiers as people and not just as soldiers, which I feel like when it comes to a war film, you either take your time to learn the entire backstory of one soldier or you just kind of see everyone as just a soldier and that's it. Um, And so I really liked how, like, almost different this was. Um, And, yeah, I love that Saigo, you know, had a wife and they Mm -hmm. talked about their their bakery and... Mm -hmm. um, and I think they also had the dog too, right? Was that? Oh no, that that was someone else. No, that, that was, was with a, um. Yeah, that was the, with a um, Shimizu. Yeah, um, Shimizu who yeah. had to kill the dog, and he didn't kill yes. the dog. Um, yeah, like seeing the different characters, like in their in the acting, obviously was incredible because these people like definitely portrayed the 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 realistic like feeling of the of the of the soldier the the Japanese soldier and the pressures that a Japanese soldier would have to to feel from his country, um, and his self and his family, um, and so that it just was like really a unique situation with having General Kuribayashi 
being the like somebody who has spent a lot of time in America. And same thing with Nishi. So they have like a completely different view of Americans than than all of the soldiers do with their like, you know, the soldiers were like brainwashed to think that Americans are heartless, um, like beings and like, yeah, like savages and stuff like that. And that's exactly how Americans were brainwashed with, about the Japanese people as well. So it's just like both sides of the same coin. Um, yeah. And it's 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 a really interesting story. Yeah, and going off of what you're saying about the general um, Karibayashi uh, and uh, Nishi as well, yeah, the fact that they spent a lot of time with the Americans, they probably have a very different mindset, and it shows they do. They have a very different mindset of war, and you know, and and possibly like a honor to your country. Like uh, General Karibayashi felt that you know, if you stayed alive long enough to continue fighting for your for your for your homeland that is more honorable than just killing yourself when you know that you're that the, the end has come yeah and there's nothing more you could do yeah um and that's a very different mindset that he was bringing to his troops when a lot of the older traditional generals and colonels over there at the time you know were like this guy's this guy's crazy he's he's an american uh he's an american uh what is it empathizer yeah like he's not yeah. He doesn't actually care about Japan. He doesn't care about the welfare of Japan. And it and it really goes to show like who was really right. I mean, they they obviously they obviously didn't make it, but they lasted probably a lot longer than they would have if they just mm-hmm. killed them killed themselves right yeah. then and there knowing that it was going to be the end. Yeah, it's it's interesting because I was watching this and obviously we're watching it from a Western perspective, and so seeing mm-hmm, the way that mm-hmm. the Japanese culture is uh, in in this sense that honor is so incredibly raised above anything else that you would just kill yourself before the enemy got to you, um, and it's like dishonorable to to surrender. It's dishonorable to to not go down fighting or to like let them kill you, um, and it's just kind of. I definitely think that like the American way of thinking was, was imposed on this story and, and imposed on the characters as well. Whereas mm. like, okay. you know, I'm not really sure exactly how truthful that would hundred percent be. Like, I feel like it was kind of catering to our, like, our you Western, don't think, <laughs> you know, like you I, don't think Carrie Bayashi actually felt this way. I mean, I don't know, but it was like, See, I know. I you know, have, I like don't want to like generalize. Research. <laughs> I I just feel like it's kind of more easy for Western people to to see somebody like like to to be able to sympathize with the enemy in quotes. Like they have to see them as not so different from themselves. Where the ideology that you have to kill yourself out of honor is so foreign to us. You know, that, like, they kind of had to bring that um, thought process and, like, have characters that are relatable to us in the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not saying... I'm not saying that it was, like, totally westernized as a film. I think that it generally was, like, the themes are are there, um, that this is not... That this can, This is something that is, like... Uh, you can criticize it as as somebody who's Japanese, like the the screenwriter. Um, 
and then also as as a foreigner as well and then you can also criticize the way that americans do things um too like you know seeing it from the japanese perspective the the americans were completely you know horrible in the way that they just like overrun this tiny little island um but the war was just horrible you know the the people that in world war 2 like japanese the the high you know the emperor sided with with the nazis and like that was the wrong choice you know it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> so the people had to suffer for that it, it's horrible well, yeah, and this and this little island was so important to the Americans that, mm-hmm. of course, the Americans were going to put as much effort and uh, supplies and resources into this battle than than possibly Japan would have, because it's it was also it's very devastating to you know kind of see the very slow downfall of this mm-hmm. troop. I mm-hmm. mean, you're basically yeah. seeing them it's like slowly failing and just slowly like and you they just knew. know what's going to happen, and they knew, yeah, and they, they, knew and they, were they gonna still. Fail. And yeah. yet they still fought as long as they did. I don't mm-hmm. know how they held up that long, because I, know, I like, sure as hell would not have. <laughs> it, it was like a week. Like, it was crazy. Yeah, and then, and just seeing, um, and I I really liked, um, I really liked uh, Ken Watanabe's character. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked how enthusiastic he was about, yeah. you know, exploring the island and thinking of a good strategy where, you know, the, the traditional generals that were still there... They're like, like, of course they're going to land on the beach, so we should have a beach defense. And then the guy, and then, you know, the general, Ken Watanabe, is like, what? Like, they're going to have, like, they're so much more technologically advanced than us. Why would we do that? We're all going to die on the beach right there. Yeah, (laughs) they're going to literally roll us over with their tanks when they get on their island. Like, it's not going to, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Like, we got to do something else. Yeah. Yeah, we have tanks that don't work. We have to we have to think of something more clever than that. It was um, very sad. Like in that sense, you it know. It really was. Like the whole and, thing was sad. <laughs> yeah, and and even when they came across like the when they and, and it was it was really sad seeing how like how they took in an American soldier who was wounded yeah. and you know gave them the last of their supplies just for him to die and then they tried to surrender to the Americans, and the Americans just shot. Oh yeah, the, the prisoners. That, that asshole. Like, that was that was fucked up. Those, that asshole that just shot, up. and the other guy didn't do anything about it. And it's like, yeah. It, but then in the end, when Saigo is like throwing, waving his, you know, um, he's waving the, uh, the shovel, shovel around and acting like a crazy person because he was so mad that they took the general's gun. Um. They didn't yeah, shoot above, at him. Above, like, killing his killing his last friend. Like, he saw yeah. every one of his friends die yeah. in this battle. Yeah. And he was the last one alive. And, like, that must be yeah. the worst. And I don't, I mean, I think it sort of assumed that he survived, because everyone kept saying, like, don't shoot. But they, they, they knocked him out. Did that kill no, him? No, remember he opened his eyes no, no. and he saw the sun. He did. In the end. He did. Yeah. He did. He did. Um, and it was, it was like... I was hoping that he wouldn't die, and I'm glad that he didn't die, but it just, it really didn't make a difference at that point. Like, they they didn't shoot at him. Like, those guys didn't shoot at him. Like, it, it just depends on the person, right? So it's like, yeah, that asshole shot those two guys, and the other one didn't do anything, but those other troops were like, okay, dude, it's over. Like, you don't need to, you don't need to do anything. Like, we're not gonna, we're not gonna hurt you anymore. And it's just, like, so crazy how war is like that, where it's, like, one moment their enemy is, like, 
you, you could shoot somebody and then take them in and try and save them. It's like that's we see that so many times in other other war films, um, including Hacksaw Ridge, which was also with the Japanese um, people as well. But that was from the American mm. perspective. Um, yes, yes. I'm glad that this one wasn't as gory as Hacksaw Ridge. Like, I was really kind of afraid because that movie totally ruined me. Like, I, I the it was it was it was rough. It was rough. I mean, we saw we saw a few severed limbs, but they didn't yeah, they didn't look like, too bad. They didn't they didn't look too bad. Um, it must be that uh, that 2007. 2007 uh, makeup. I don't I, know. It, yeah. it it didn't look as bad as it could. Well, it also it wasn't very like, saturated. the The tone of the film was like extremely, almost black and white. Like it, you couldn't really yes. see a lot it's of very color. Muted. Very, very, very muted. Yeah. Very desaturated color. Red was like one of the only colors that you could see more than any other color. Um, true. But yeah, true. It, and you know that makes sense because it's on the Japanese flag and blood is red so it's just like more stark but it still wasn't like that bright and yeah but with Hacksaw Ridge that movie was very saturated like I think actually that like truly the film itself was like the color grading on that one was like extra saturated so you you saw like every bone every you know it was just oh like the 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 gunshot wounds like up close you know, and, and you really didn't get to, like, sit on them with this movie, which was... I like that better. I don't really enjoy gore that much. Yeah, I kind of, like, you saw you saw what happened, you saw the aftermath, and then it would kind of move on. Because there was a lot of stuff to... to There's a lot of stuff to talk about. So, um, so yeah, it was nice that they kind of... They, they almost glanced not i mean i wasn't even glanced but like they spent they spent a good enough time on it where it, it wasn't it wasn't like in your face like this man doesn't have an arm anymore yeah. like yeah and but there were still some pretty gruesome uh another one that i thought was pretty uh was pretty shocking was when um the americans did like a flyover with the bombs mm, yeah and they were like kind of helping clean up and one of them said like hey guy why aren't you helping us and he, the guy looked like he was standing yeah but like half of his face had like gotten blown off yeah and uh you could see like his teeth yeah that was that was pretty the, pretty scary teeth. yeah that was scary um i really loved saigo um the actor kazunari ninomiya ninomiya i can't i can't i don't know what it is nino ninomiya yeah yeah I think you might possibly. Yeah. He was incredible. Like, honestly, so good. Like, so good. such an amazing actor. I mean, obviously, Ken Watanabe was also an amazing actor. I just thought that this guy Saigo, like, was the heart and soul of this movie. Like, I was so afraid for him the whole time. Um, I've just loved. I loved when it would like, it would show us what he was writing a letter, and and it would just be like. He was so sad because he was thinking about his wife and his baby that he'd never even met. And it's, it, you know, the the letter frame was really cool. Like, having them, like, find this batch of letters that he had buried to make sure that they were going to be safe. It, it just was, it's just a nice, like, frame frame for a film and frame for a story. 
Yeah, how the movie starts with them um, at the almost like archaeological site uh, looking for, you know, clues of this battle from the past. And um, and then, yeah, they're they're digging and the movie starts with them like, I found something. And then we never really see what they find until the very end. And and I had almost I had forgotten that they that there was even a that that scene was done in the beginning, like until it showed back up again at the mm-hmm. end, because I was just so enthralled with the story of the battle at the time. And when it finally goes back, I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, something he dug up because he, he also didn't know what he was digging up, mm-hmm. um, what he was burying before he left. Like you're, he just saw a bag of stuff. And I was like, what is that? And then they like they pull it out and then all the letters start falling. And I was like, the letters. Yeah. I like said it audibly, like oh. out loud. I was like, oh, the letters. Yeah. <laughs> I really love that part. Like them all raining down. I was like, oh, they never got sent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And well, everybody died. And then everybody died. Um, so I don't know if there's like, I, I didn't really do any like research on this, if there were actual letters that they found or if it was just the frame for the movie, but I am reading the trivia and it says that Ken Watanabe read the actual letters sent by the Imperial Japanese Army General Tom, Tadamichi Kurbiashi to his family from Iwo Jima while preparing for this role. So there, there were some letters from Kuribayashi to his family that, that he got to read, um, which is awesome. Yeah, that's nice. I like that. And it says, most of the young cast knew absolutely nothing about the incidents on Iwo Jima, and it is not taught in Japanese schools. Let's see. Looking at some other... Uh trivia um it says the film was shot in malibu and shooting in iwo jima would have been impractical and insensitive as the island is an unmarked grave for thousands of soldiers who died there that makes a lot of sense oh okay um i did see that other shooting locations were in um iceland as well uh okay sense because it also has that kind of like black sand looking bleak Kind of thing. Um, I really loved, honestly, that this whole movie was in Japanese. Um, yes. I think, I don't think it would would have been as good if it wasn't in Japanese. Oh, completely not. Yeah, there's there's no even, there's no contest. It, it just, I'm so glad that it was it was made like it's just like kind of wild to me that um it ended up being nominated for like four oscars and it won sound editing um, i mean people do really love war films but it's just so not american centric and you know it's just like something that we don't see a lot yeah um here's another trivia that i a couple that i thought were interesting um uh, the original plan was to tell both sides of the story in one movie. So does this mean, like, the Japanese side and the American side? Yeah. Or, like, I, I'm not sure what they mean, like, by both sides. But as production developed, it became obvious that there was too much to tell. Um, and that the two separate cultures created a very different storylines. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Totally. Um, also, I read that the the guy, Kazunari Ninomiya Saigo... He is part of the Japanese pop boy band Arashi. 
He's what? he's part of a J-pop band. What? Yeah. Oh my goodness. I mean, I I, out. I think we should listen to one of their songs. Yeah. Right here? I mean, <laughs> right now? I'm not a right here. I'll I'll, I'll, right I'll queue it up. I'll queue something up. Yeah, 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 and yeah. You read something yeah. else? Yeah. I recently uh sidetracking side here. I was I was watching a Twitch stream and they were talking about um city pop, which I think is a genre of music from from Japan in the 80s. Um which I am very interested to look more into. Um I don't know. Just you, you saying J-pop made me think of that. Okay, I uh, found I them. They're they're pretty popular. This, ooh, 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 okay, they, okay. They originated in Tokyo in 1999. Ooh. So, they're there. Let me see if I can possibly find, like, their their best song. I don't I don't know what. <laughs> yeah. And, and maybe just to be safe, only play, like, ten seconds of it. <laughs> um... Because could we get in trouble? <laughs> I don't... Yeah, I mean, if it's like... I don't know. You're right. Um... Let's just see which song is the most popular. Uh, Love So Sweet. Okay, Ooh, okay, here we go. This is from 2007. Just gonna play a tiny bit. Oh, no, I got YouTube ads. Okay, here we go. Oh man. Oh! <laughs> oh, this is adorable. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm looking for him. He's, he might be on the screen. Oh, there he is. He's pretty cute. Ah! found them their faces are so soft looking oh yeah yeah okay okay that's enough of that oh man well i didn't oh, think j-pop wow. was gonna make an appearance in this did you no i, I didn't I'm, I'm glad it did i'm glad it did <laughs> Um, one last trivia I thought was interesting was uh, when word spread that Ken Watanabe had been cast in the lead, virtually every young actor in Japan let it be known that they were interested in working on this movie. That's great. I love it. I love Ken Watanabe. Um, I know him best from Inception. Um, mm. mm-hmm. he's, he's plays Sato in Inception. Um... Let's see what he's what such do a I great actor. From. So probably in probably Inception, but I feel like he's been. He's in... got such a likable face, you know. You just you just want to be friends with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anything else to be liked about this movie? Um, much 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 like a lot of of war films, uh, this movie felt um like there wasn't much of a soundtrack. Like a uh, or you know like 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 background music, um, at, at least not not that I could notice. A lot of the more intense scenes were like very quiet, um, yeah. And I liked that. Yeah. The this this the scariest scene that like was was like that really 
that really made me shudder was um was right after Saigo overheard um the one of the colonels talking to the general mm-hmm. and he obviously heard him say you know mm-hmm. retreat to the northern caves like don't like don't yeah yeah i know what you're going to talk about now um and then the guy like loses it basically and tells everyone that 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 they have to die for their country right here and all of them take those grenades yeah. and that was very scary yeah and his his, the, his like friend like one by one they take the grenades and like put them against their body and blow up and his friend yeah. does it and you watch his friend do it and it's just like oh my god like is he gonna do it and you know Saigo doesn't want to do it but it's the other guy Shimizu you're like oh my god is he gonna like shoot him yeah that was so that was so intense scary so intense um, dude I think so that intense. was like one of the more dramatic scenes. Definitely, though, I feel because of the fact that the music was very subdued, they, there was a score, there was music. It just, mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. only in kind of the times when it was slower, not obviously in the quicker times. And then it also wasn't very, like, it wasn't very dramatic music. It wasn't like swelling music that we get in other war films, like in, um, like Saving Private Ryan, for example, you know, it's just like, or like Flags right. of Our Fathers, which people call this that a sister movie because it came out at the same time, even though this movie did better. Um, mm, and it was like okay. about the same, it was about the Japanese and Americans, I think. I could be wrong, but I think that's what it was. And so it was like a totally, it was like from the, the American perspective and then the Japanese perspective and... um this movie's better because it just has so much more depth to it rather than just like the drama, you know, like the the, you know, he's dead and you're crying about it, but it's like the music swelling. Like you don't in this, you don't really need to be told how to feel. Like it's pretty clear how the characters are feeling and how you want to feel about the situation just based on the way it's shot and how clearly it's shot, you know? Yeah, and and there were there were some like I wouldn't say lighthearted. I kind of call them more like dark, a bit of dark humor. Yeah. Um, I couldn't help but laugh when um, when the general was listening to a radio like transmission from the mainland, yeah. and it was those children <sighs> singing. Yep. And the lyrics of this song that they were singing was like like Japan's fate is in the hands of Iwo Jima. Yeah. And the soldiers have to fight to, to keep Japan alive. Yeah. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> but the fact that they... And it, it pissed me off, too, because, like, they didn't give them any resources. They no. didn't, like, send reinforcements. No. I was like, really? They just let it's like them a slap take in it. the face. They let, like, literally Japan was like, oh, we're going to send all of our rejects to this reject island so they can go die. Basically, yeah. You know? And it's like... Yeah. Oh. Heavy, you know? Yeah. That was... That was a lot of... There was a lot of intense scenes a little bit. Yeah. Like... Oh, man. And 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 a lot of the intense scenes were, in fact, cultural. Like, you know, with, with, the, with the grenade scene. Because it's like... It's like... That's... That's... Again, I'm... I'm, I'm not saying that I'm... I'm a... I know any like anything about about Japanese culture, but at least the way that it's been portrayed to um, 
in a lot of Western movies and, you know, how it's been portrayed to us is that you die for your country and you're proud to die for your country. So it's like, and those seem to be like the really intense scenes were the one that was like highly like, like do it for the honor of Japan. And it's just like, uh, but these are also people who want to live. Yeah. 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 It, that's, that's definitely the stereotype that Japanese soldiers had um, from an American perspective was that they will fight and die. Like, they will not stop fighting. Like, you know, in, like, other, you know, when we, we hear about, like, war and battles, like, from, like, the Revolutionary War, you know, there's winners and there's losers, but not every single person on one side died. You know, like, and, and, and yeah. from, from, like, history we learn, like, the Japanese just, like, they went so hard, and they, like, it took dropping two bombs on them to make them stop like and it's just like that's horrible you know but that's like the way that history happened and they just they will just fight to the last man and die you know and it's crazy right yeah exactly. war is like so above our heads too like you and i are just like trying to talk about war but we're just like yeah horrible let's hope the next movie's a little bit more lighthearted than this one <laughs> Yeah, try, trying my best, trying my best to discuss discuss all these things. Like, but I think we covered it. You know, usually yeah. with a war movie, we cover we cover uh, getting to know the soldiers, yeah. um, the lighting, the music, and the gore. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, I think we covered everything. So what is? Uh, oh wait, you got to look at the plot keywords before we discuss the meta score. Oh 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 oh. oh. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Okay, so the plot keywords we have for letters from Iwo Jima are Iwo Jima, Japanese military, uniform, firearm, U.S. military. Cool. Okay. That's it. That's the movie. Sure. Um, I, I guess. I guess so. So, this got an 89 meta score. It got several 100s. The lowest one is a 75. Yeah, what... What brought it down? Was it that 75? Yeah. Or is, is there an even lower one on, on Medicare? I don't I'm know, but, like, I, I can't imagine that you would give this movie anything below a 60. It, it's very good. Yeah. Um, let's, uh, let's read this Time Magazine one, because I think it's kind of interesting. Terse is the word for Eastwood's directorial style. It rarely edit- editorializes. It doesn't emote or orate. It just tells the damn story of a soldier's honor, which means doing the job no matter the odds, indeed, no matter the mission. Okay. That is, um... That's a very nice analysis of Clint Eastwood's directorial style. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that that's yeah. why I like this, and I think that's why I do really like a lot of other Clint Eastwood movies, is because, he, yeah, he doesn't... He really doesn't tell you what he thinks. He lets the story tell you what, you know, what it, you know, it, it's not necessarily, he's not somebody who really pushes an agenda a lot, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. And he's, and I, I really like the stories that he decides to tell because, because they always seem to be, very well thought out and and very good like like a uh, Gran Torino like I remember really enjoying watching that yeah it was good 
and I would love to watch it again. Um, I did end up end up going to Metacritic. There are three reviews that are that are sixty and below, uh, oh. and I I find that sad. Okay, I find do, that. Do sad. they have any merit? Um, there's one from Film Threat. Salon and the Baltimore Sun, which you think has the most has the most merit. Maybe the Baltimore Sun. That's what I was thinking. Um, let's see. Michael from the Baltimore Sun gave it a fifty. Um, and said, even with the great Ken Watanabe lending command and compassion to the role of General Kirabayashi, it's a formless slog across a treacherous field. Like how? dare you, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just gonna say that right now. I know that. Uh, How is it a formless slog? How dare you? How dare you? So everyone in this Metascore is is pairing it with Flags of Our Fathers, which I've only seen, like, clips from that movie. I don't think I've seen, like, the entire movie. They're saying that it's just because I think Clint Eastwood also directed that movie so it's got he just did like two back to back um really okay yeah and but i'll just read this it says now eastwood turns on a dime and tackles not just his first war movie but two war movies of considerable scope and complexity if he doesn't nail everything perfectly he nevertheless has created a vivid memorial to the courage on both sides of this battle and created an awareness in the public consciousness at the most opportune moment about how about how war feels to those lost in its fog. So the other one the other one isn't like the Amer- supposed to be like the American side to to letters from Iwo Jima, is let it? Let me like is- let me see. <laughs> um yes, this is making it, it is. sound like it is. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> So now I feel like we need to watch I it. Know. <laughs> so apparently, what? also, so this is you know that like image of the flag being lifted by all of the uh, soldiers. You know, it's like there's like ten of them, and they're all just like pulling the flag up. It's like an iconic photograph. Yeah, that is what the movie is about. So it's kind of about Iwo Jima. And then how they raised the flag and how, and then kind of the aftermath of that and the, the trauma that they feel after this, this. Interesting. So yes, it, it does take place in Iwo Jima. Wow. And Clint released this one, that one the same year as this one. So like, did he work on both of them at the same time? I think he filmed them back to back. I think it was like, wow. Yeah, and and obviously the one, the it, letters from Iwo Jima was, it it said it shot in like a month, so it actually like it didn't take very long to shoot, and then he shot the other one because it, it was only like in one location, so it was kind of like easy for them to do it versus like I think the other one has like more locations and stuff. Um, yeah, interesting. Now I want to watch the other one. Complete. <laughs> complete the complete the, the collection it's yeah like i didn't really understand that now i'm glad that we've got that together but th- they seem to be talking about them as like one to like two sides of the same coin so uh, maybe maybe we have to watch that <laughs> 
Yeah, everyone is talking about both of them as if as if they're like they're a complete set. Uh, <laughs> I need to <laughs> like watch if you got both. a box set, it would be letters from Iwo Jima and flags of our fathers together. Oh my gosh, do you think they did that? Probably. <laughs> I mean, they came out in 2006. That was like the height of box like DVD box sets, like DVDs paired together. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Totally. Totally. Damn. Right. Yeah. Okay. What? What is our next movie? Our next movie, Alessandra, is Mash, which is another war film. But I do think it's—I don't know—that I think Mash is. It takes place in the. Did I pick yeah, that? Yeah, I guess I Mash, did. which is also the TV show. <laughs> it takes place. Oh. In, I think, the Vietnam War. I think that's when Nash takes place. Not okay. I, this is the sh- this is the show. Okay, how do I make sure? I I need to understand what we're watching. Also, Mash is an acronym. Uh, I don't remember what it is. I'm sorry. I oh. Uh, is this the one? Mash gives a damn. The staff of a. Korean War Field Hospital use humor and hijinks to keep their sanity in the face of the horror of war. Is that is that the one? It probably is. Yeah, I think so. Actually, it's the Korean War. I'm sorry, everybody. Oh. The staff yeah. of an army hospital in the Korean War find that laughter is the best way to deal with their situation. And it came out in... 1970. Okay, great. Oh, yeah, this All is right. the TV show, but okay. Oh yeah, I, I had to I had to go back and pick pick the movie. This this is gonna All be right. good. I'm, I'm excited. I don't remember picking this one, but I I am excited. This one is gonna be way more lighthearted. <laughs> so, but still like you know, still, still war. lighthearted, but but still horrific. I know, I know. Ugh. All right, okay, everybody, <laughs> get ready for more war. All right. <laughs> if you, I know, I. Why we sh- we should have, and you see we didn't we didn't uh, discuss with each other th- this this list because now we got two war films together. Oh goodness. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. Well, it'll it'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. Um, if you enjoy letters from Iwo Jima, or if you just enjoyed this episode, please let us know. You can do that in the comments either on SoundCloud or Facebook. Just search "All by the Popcorn." If you want to rate our show that we have here, you can do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. If you need notifications on future episodes that we release, you can follow our social media. We have Twitter at By the Popcorn and Instagram at All by the Popcorn Podcast. And if you want to just send us send us a little email that, that, that say hello or give us suggestions on future stuff to watch or stuff to talk about, you can email us at All by the Popcorn Podcast at email at at gmail dot com. My goodness, All by the Popcorn <laughs> Podcast at gmail dot com. Please do not email our all by the popcorn at gmail.com because we don't we do not know the login. We've never known the login. <laughs> so if you've ever emailed that one, please resend your email to all by the popcorn podcast at gmail.com. And we have merch, so go ahead and check that out. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. Goodbye. Bye. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.